1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombuscom slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: Cocaine Cowboys, The Deadly Rise of Ireland's Drug Lords. The live show is on sale now. We're on the road on February 10th at the Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick, February 15th in Cork's Everyman Theatre, and on Sunday 18th, we're back at Dublin's Three Olympia. April takes us to Galway's Town Hall Theatre, Killarney's INEC, and Belfast's Waterfront Studios. Check mcd.ie or venue for ticket sales.
1: He's accused of being at the very top of a wing of the Sinaloa cartel. The investigation has occurred in Chile. They've appealed for the extradition of Marisol Jose Chalazar. He seems to have been moving between Mexico and Spain. And the accusation is it this cell moved 6,000 kilos of cocaine. They were buying it in Bolivia, bringing it to Chile, and then bringing it from there to Europe.
0: I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs, and the sins of the underworld, in Ireland and across the globe. A Kerry man who is accused of becoming a key figure in the infamous Sinaloa cartel is wanted in Chile for his alleged role in shipping up to 6,000 kilos of a cocaine into Europe. So how did Mara O'Shea, a student from Calorglan Community College, get from Kerry to Mexico? And what are his links to the notorious Joachim El Chapo Guzman? Today, I'm talking with Niall Donald about the extraordinary story of O'Shea Salazar and his childhood, more than 8,000 kilometres away from a place he is said to have led a cartel cell. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. it be hard to find a more Irish name than Morris O'Shea. And then to link him to the Sinaloa cartel is just quite an extraordinary story. It is. Um, it is absolutely the Irish. is.
1: Well, he, like he is Irish. He is, he went to school in Calorglan Community College. Right. So um, I remember we did, actually did the first stories, Sundayworld.com did the very first story about him. And uh, somebody emailed me in and he said, oh, he was a bit of a boy racer in Calorglan. Right. So, I mean, that was, uh, and I was thinking, I remember uh, saying it to the lawyer and saying, oh, can you say that he was a boy racer? I said, well, they are accusing him. Yeah. of being the head of a cell of the Sinaloa cartel, the absolute chief of that. So I think you'd get away with Boy Racer. You probably would. If he wants to write in and say, I'm not a Boy Racer, we will absolutely put that in. So first, what age is he? Well, he is in his early 30s. Okay. So, I mean... And how the- did
0: he get from Calorgan to... The Sinaloa. the Sinaloa Cartel. And then you're
1: talking, well, he's accused of being at the very top of, mm. of a,
0: a wing of the, the Sinaloa Cartel. Mexico's infamous drug gang. Uh,
1: yes, it is accused that he was a based in Chile and he directed the Sinaloa Cartel's uh, operations in Chile. But what we know of Morris O'Shea Salazar is that he was born in Mexico. His father is from Calorglan and his mother is Mexican. And his father uh, seems to have died of, as a result of a tragic accident while in Mexico. And in the aftermath of his father's death, he relocated to to Kerry and spent his teenage years there. Um, lived there, was involved in boxing, went to school. May or may boy not have, may or may not have been a boy racer. Right. Um, he was known. Uh, you know, this is a, a number of years ago, but he was known as the Mexican in Kilorgland, in right. which basic, is basic. pretty basic. Yeah. Um, and that he was, uh, I think there was a great quote in The Star uh, he kept himself to himself. I know everybody, they say this about everybody, but some local has said, but he kept himself to himself. But people say he was a nice guy, an engaging child, mm. a bit of a messer for sure, got in a bit of trouble, uh, did end up before the courts as a teenager for some sort of possession of a weapon, uh, may have even gone to prison for a week or two. Um, but, you know, n- no signs of rising to the uh, what he's accused of, rising to the very top of international drugs trade. But we see um, the reason we're talking about him now is that uh, this week, we're recording this on on Tuesday, yesterday and uh, on Monday, his uncle was convicted in Chile of running, uh, of their role in the running of this cell of the Sinaloa cartel. Right. Now that Salazar surname may ring a bell to people if they followed the podcasts on on El Chapo, because El Chapo's first wife is a woman called Marie Salazar Fernandez. Mm. She is the the, the mother of...
0: Sons, okay, if you know what I mean? Yes, the Chapitos, the most, yes.
1: who are arguably the, the most infamous uh who operators, took over
0: after Joaquim El Chapo Guzman was eventually tracked down to the jungles and was extradited to the US where he was tried and has been sentenced to like a million squillion years in prison. Exactly, by the Americans, yes.
1: So he's serving that million squillion but yeah. while he is serving the million squillion. His, his sons, the Chapitos, have taken over, yeah. Now, they are the sons of Maria Salazar Fernandez, and she is a relative of our pal, Kilorgla. Morris. Yes. That's ridiculous. Morris O'Shea. This is a ridiculous. Well, it's, it, you know, it is. It, it, it's it's unlikely.
0: Um, so, when did Morris, or Mo, as he might have been known, go to Mexico? So,
1: this, this cell is accused of, um, you know, um, being the agents for the Sinaloa cartel and. The investigation has occurred in Chile and they've appealed for the extradition of Mauricio Salazar. He hasn't been extradited yet because he obviously hasn't been tracked down. He seems to have been moving between Uh, Mexico and Spain, and the accusation is it focuses, as these investigations tend to, they Mm. focus on a period of time. Um, This is basically during the COVID-19 pandemic. They're talking about a period in in sort of 2020-21, and they're saying this cell um, moved 6,000 kilos of cocaine. They were buying it in Bolivia,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, bringing it to Chile, and then bringing it from there to Europe. So this is the wing of the Sinaloa cartel that was moving the drugs rather than to the US, moving it directly to Europe, to Belgium and to Spain. What year? Um, Well, it's 2000
0: or 2020, 2021. Mm, It's interesting Um, because they, of course, you know, haven't really been focused on Europe no, they haven't.
1: But they there has been more talk that there has they have been, been. More talk
0: of them. Yeah, yeah. And They've been featuring the Mexicans. Have been featuring in in Europol reports, and that they had developed cell structures in particular around the port of Antwerp.
1: Yeah, so they they were they, that's exactly right. They were mm. doing it in two ways. They were saying it was being shipped in through, the, through ports to the port in Antwerp, and also um, a certain amount going in through airports, possibly in Spain. Right. So they're talking six thousand kilos, which is six. Tons over that period. That's the the what they're talking about. And the the people that have been convicted, Ricardo, the the uncle of our man, he was in charge of. According, he's been convicted of the drug trafficking offences, found guilty, Sorry,
0: yet to be that, <laughs> yeah, yet to be man. sentenced. Right, <laughs> our 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 uh, Kerry man, our man. So, what's O'Shea? yeah, it's ridiculous, like so, that the you know, the even yeah name. so Morris,
1: so what they say actually in the court documents is ricardo he he recruited people. He directed this export of six thousand kilos of cocaine. and um, it was sent to Europe um, and he was paid ten million dollars for for his work. Mm. And they say it was instructed by his nephew Maurice O'Shea,
0: Maurice O'Shea's uncle is El Chapo, yeah, no, no.
1: Marisol uncle is convicted yeah. in Chile and he's sent to prison. What's his
0: relationship then with El Chapo?
1: Well, we don't, all that is said is they are a relative. Oh, So, so you're we don't presuming. Know the details, cousins you don't, or something. Something like that. Mm. But there is a direct relation, I think, is how it's described. Mm. So It'd be a
0: pretty famous sort of relative to have, wouldn't it? It'd
1: be a famous relative to have. El Chapo. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. It's two steps away from El Chapo, basically. Yeah. Um, to Calorban, uh, Boy Racing and.
0: Yeah, you know, and whatever. There, else. Has there photographs of him emerged from Culloden?
1: There, there has been one photograph, yeah. and I mean, we had our our, our sister paper, and the Kerryman had a great interview with people uh, as well, and a bit of details about him coming before the courts, and also uh, there was details in one of the papers about how he did the, his family. He remained in touch with people from Kilorgan over the years, and Facebook, and would send them messages and. People obviously didn't know he was little gifts from Mexico. Well, they didn't know he was accused, yeah. but he 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 kept in touch with people. And so, like
0: any of these sort of uh, suspected um, cartel, you know, cell bosses or whatever, he could be in a jungle hideout. Well, he
1: could be. I mean, I think there was. He was certainly living in Barcelona for an extended period of time, and in other locations in Spain. Um, and he was certainly moving between Mexico. But there is the, the direct claim in the court documents that he is the he is the overall leader of it and he mm. was directing operations. Um and that you know the wanted for extradition on that basis to to Chile to face a similar court
0: case than his relatives have faced this week. Um, so it's an amazing story. Um, story. I wonder is Morris a a na- Mexican name as well, because I noticed it's spelled M-O-R-R-I-S as opposed to Morris. Would you not spell Morris? It's the Irish way, or I don't I know. See. I
1: don't know. No, I. I think that is the Irish. I think that's O'Shea, Morris O'Shea Morris. The, is and he How was known. Your
0: name to pick for a young man like it may be it's so. Like one of those old fashioned
1: names, isn't it? Maybe so. I mean, I think he was born in Mexico, um, right? And then ended up in Ireland uh, and was re- spent his early years in Mexico with his father, who seems to have maybe died in a. It's certainly been reported that he died in a traffic accident in Mexico. Mm. I mean, it's an incredible. Uh, it's incredible I mean, I remember there. we we actually published this story first and thinking, just the, the, does it look like lo- a joke. Well, it looked like, yeah, we're gonna end up an egg in egg on his faces It's some because yeah. <laughs> you know, you often see um uh like an Irish citizen has been arrested in this place and that place, and you'll you'll find they've never been to Ireland and yeah. know nothing about it, and they somehow get, you know, get a passport through the old granny rule, I suppose, yeah. something similar than people used to end up playing for the Irish international team on the basis of having a, a distant relative, you know, a, yeah. a grandparent. But this is, it's not the case. And how did it pop up in the first place? It popped up in, um, in, in the fact that there's really, really sad, pathetic people. Yeah. That I won't, that, that, that may be slightly grey and getting yeah. a bit old. Who, who, who most days of their life Googled the words Irish and arrested right. to see if they can find stories. Right.
0: That's how you came across it. So they That's were describing him it.
1: as that. He, yeah, an Irish an Irish Mexican dual citizen. Yeah. Arrested. So I think I searched, which I do most days of my life. It's really not an, uh, no, it's an indication of how found, it was.
0: When yeah, so, I mean, you've come up with a, a gem like Morris O'Shea. Yeah, hey? Irish...
1: You know, arrested man. cocaine, probably. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the search comes up O'Shea. Sochet. O'Shea can't be. Yeah. But it was. It's and giving uh, away
0: some of the tricks of your trade there.
1: There you go. People have to have listened to the whole extended podcast, though, to get they have to listen this it's far to got, got, to, to, they got also have gem. to be a
0: rival news editor. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most people have
1: said, oh, who, who bothers yeah. listening to, listen
0: to that Nonsense, but yeah. it's ex- absolutely amazing. And El Chapo Guzman, of course, his one of his sons has been arrested and is being extradited because they went in to the military went in in Mexico to uh, take down some of those chapitos as they call them and there was a huge big shootout and like i think 40 members of the military were killed during it and they had to kind of release them. Yeah. But they then went back and it was around sort of the time that um Joe Biden was visiting and it was seemed to be a very political thing to take out these heads as they call them of yeah. the these big cartels. It stops nothing, as we've spoken about no, before. I mean,
1: funnily enough, they put up, then after that, <coughs> they put up all these signs around the place saying, We're no longer selling fentanyl. The, 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 the Sinaloa cartel thing. Yeah. Like, leave us alone, we stop selling fentanyl. We're just we'll, steal them cocaine. We'll just, we'll just stick with the cocaine. Maybe yeah. the, the Americans will leave us alone a bit.
0: But it's extraordinary the amount of people, you know, that are working in that, within that cartel and the effects it's had on Mexico is just absolutely terrifying. But, I mean, you talk about the war on drugs being a yeah. losing battle. Yeah. And I think that really is where it shows up, isn't it? You get these big heads back and they go on trial. in in New York, I mean, Chapo Guzman was on trial in Brooklyn court. Yeah. Traffic was stopped across Manhattan Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge, um, as he was brought under high security. Of course, he'd escaped previously, very embarrassing, for um, the Mexican government when he did escape. He dug it, dug himself out of a prison there. Um, and, you know, his wife, a very sort of his, his new wife, glamorous yeah. new wife, appeared yeah. with him, and it was all a big show scene the whole trial was extraordinary and he goes to jail you hear nothing about him since. And I was talking recently to one of our colleagues um, who's written a lot about it and he says that he's locked up for more than 23 hours a day. Yep. He's complained about his human rights, but the Americans just literally throw away the key don't they, they really do i mean it's incredible that those supermax is it the supermax prison yeah. i
1: think they call it
0: in colorado
1: like if you think about it, i mean we sometimes make complaints about easy prisons here but i mean there's there's just is nothing there there is absolutely they absolute, don't see
0: daylight and stuff i don't know how i feel about that about yeah, under you know, the human being okay i'm not saying mm. that el chapo guzman should be treated uh yeah but they, well but i mean I don't agree with a human being being locked up in a room with no light and no. As well, you know, like
1: these people have, you know, they have no chance of parole for the most no. part. Sure, they don't. I mean, they're not. They will be locked up for the rest. They will die
0: in prison. Yeah,
1: um, and so those seem, it, it, you know, it's 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 it's
0: a tough punishment. It's you know? very hard for a human being to get, to come to terms with that. It must be very hard. I mean, it must put you under terrible uh, pressure. Look, because even here, like I mean, here when somebody will get a life sentence for murder or whatever, they are automatically put on suicide watch in prison while they get used to it. But they tend to live for the appeal. You know, that's be the first hurdle. Yeah, but get they are,
1: them. I mean, they are rewarded in the Irish prison service for yeah. uh, you know rehabilitation attempts. Um, so you do see. I mean, we had a story recently uh, about Craig White, who was, I think, he was the first person convicted in relation to murder for the the Crumlin the feud but he's already a good way along the line, you know, 14, 15, 16 years, I can't remember exactly what, where, you know, he he was out and having a part-time job coming back to prison. And that was on the basis of that he had showed genuine rehabilitation. He disassociated himself from criminals behind bars. He wasn't involved in, 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 you know, the trouble in prison and doing education courses. So they do allow, you know, and it does seem more humane Mm. I have to
0: say, mm. but oh, it is. There is no doubt about it. So, Mara O'Shea, we will keep uh, an eye on proceedings.
1: Yeah, the, the, the,
0: is it your favorite story? It's of kind of
1: here? my favorite story. I do like it. Like I have to say, yeah, yeah. I do like it. Um, well, I mean,
0: a you found it. Yeah, in your little yeah sort of morning routine pursuits, pursuits, um, and B it is. I mean, while none of the activities behind the Sinaloa cartel are funny, it is just just. Ridiculous that it's, we have a, a, an Irish guy. Well, do you know my favorite living stories, living. my favorite
1: crime stories are the stories where you, where some you would say, "I cut that doesn't sound real at all." Yeah, Do you know, <laughs> 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 it is, <laughs> then it, you it just know? is.
0: That's ridiculous. Yeah, when sometimes uh, fact is stranger than fiction. Yes, well, Donald, thank you very much. Thanks, Nicola. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from SundayWorld.com, produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me Nicola Talent. Research Assistant is Clodamini If you like this show and love true crime leave us a review or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe